open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone There's still experience like, one, two, three. with Kyle and Sean You got it, right? You going? <laughs> we got, uh, Sean's like, no, what? <laughs> you guys just need to get clappers Think oh, it up man. that way Clappers, yeah, the clickers, people have that shit. Uh, I had to record some just stuff clap. at work. And they they had both the clappers and the clickers. Hands. Yeah, but then you got to rely on people clapping at the same time. Yeah. No, it's that's like what, the you same just, thing. You just sync up the clap in the editing. See what I'm saying? Is, yeah, do but we post. all clap at the same time, right? You do it in yeah. post. Fix it in post. You, you do it in post. <laughs> that's, what, that's the magic <laughs> phrase from recording. <laughs> Ah, we'll get there. Fix it in post. Bend that up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my that. favorite. Cut that, cut that. Because that comes that, down that. to me. That's how you make the uh, the magic happen. What up, fellas? Casey. Hi, buddy. Hello. I'm Casey. It's, uh, we're covering SLC Punk, which stands for Sean Likes Casey Punk. <laughs> yeah? Have you been yeah. sitting on that all day? No, it literally just popped in my yeah, head. That that That's so Kyle. You're yeah. so talented. Uh, uh, but we will get to that. But yeah, hi, Casey. Hey, guys. Been a long time since you've been on. Have you been on since Sean? No, has been? uh, Ryan. Yeah, was one yeah, I think the shows. last one yeah. I was thinking the last thing we did was Top Gun. I believe which was I was a just thinking a long that was fucking the last time one, ago because yeah. that's back yeah. when I lived in Bloomington. Mm-hmm. So I think I've only been on four total, five including this one because I think I did two potpourris, the half baked, and then the Top Gun. Well, right. Half Baked was first, and then the two potpourris, and then Top Gun, I think. Which, okay, even before getting into this, which is your favorite episode that you've been on? Probably the Top Gun one. Oh, you can't go wrong with Top Gun. How do you feel about the new Top Gun? I didn't finish it. What? <laughs> <laughs> I got through so like I haven't even three seen quarters it. of it, and I was just like, I want to watch something else. <laughs> you didn't see it in theaters. No. I take it. Oh, okay. I don't go to theaters. Uh, I'm scared oh, of man. theaters. Really? No. I, really I just haven't been in a long time. Uh, yeah. I bet you, if you went to a theater, everybody there would be like, I'm obsessed with your beard, because I'm obsessed with your beard. I can't <laughs> stop staring at your beard, and I really wish that our audio listeners could picture this. Okay, everybody, picture this, okay? It's 1997, Hulk Hogan. NWO, they're coming sure. out. Some Jimi Hendrix remix of Voodoo Child, right? He, he's playing the air guitar. But, okay, but it's the reverse. Instead of having this uh, spray-painted black uh, shadow, it's white, and his mustache is black, and it's ZZ top length. And also, But the mustache goes all the way down. It's epic. It's fucking it awesome. Looks- Thank Very you, similar to just current Jack Black. Yeah? But like... Yeah, man. More put together, and you look like you're not crazy. He looks like a deranged bum. Jack it is Black. Kinda, yeah, it is kind of the same pattern. Like where Yeah, the si- yours is the just sideburns, way bigger. The sideburns go but yeah, gray, and then how, the mustache How stays. even your your mustache is, yeah. is the blackest part? That's, that's pretty crazy cool. I guess I just I see must... it every day that I never like saw it turning into that. So. <laughs> Unless it's like way more pronounced in certain lights. So, yeah. Oh yeah, you also <laughs> are in like your bright stream light. Yeah. 
I'm gonna capture my screen right now. Give, give a <laughs> give a big smile. Is it alt? No, it's just this one. Oh, that is beautiful. Is it alt? Is it alt? <laughs> is, I think it's that one that says print screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember if I had to hold a button on my new computer. No, yeah, at work. if it has like function and you have to do yeah. it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay, I am. Since we are talking about it, I don't think I ever asked you. Did you get any compliments on your beard at the Guar show? Um, not really. I mean, no. everybody like everybody looks like me here, but they're I was gonna say kind rednecks. of. Oh. <laughs> well, do you beat them up with pipes? <laughs> yes, awesome. we tried to, but the security guard took mine away. Ah, actually, well. real quick, listeners, you get to you get to hear this in live in action. Everybody look at the camera and just cheese. Sick. All right. That's going to be on the title card. <laughs> okay. I like that. Awesome. Instead- Thank you, everybody. Uh, you should still... Uh, well, never mind. That'll be a lot of work. Sean's camera fun. is just so fucking nice. It's like I could see the detail in his wallpaper back there. Yeah, dude, doesn't it look like I inherited this from somebody's grandmother's grandma? I love it, though. It's somebody's grandma's grandma. Yeah, and this right here, Mm -hmm. this like this green screen wall, one of the previous tenants just painted this room lime green over the wallpaper. It's always nice. And dude, it's awful. Look at this. It's all over the place. (laughs) And then my bedroom is inoffensive blue no shit just over the wallpaper and like oh, the wallpaper's God. peeling down in sections of so course. it's just like <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> it's so bad kyle you remember uh last year i don't know how many times this has happened since we've been doing this show but uh, i know for sure last year my kitchen started a water falling yeah i do long time listeners would know of this um <laughs> You know, water pooled up there, bust through my ceiling. It's happened like a hundred times since I've lived here. Definitely well, mulled up there. That. Yeah. They fixed that. I'm home once a week, maybe twice. Basically only to record the show. Other than that, I'm at Sarah's. Come home, record the show, crash here. Well, I was here on Monday for something. And... uh Oh, because I had to do something Monday night. It doesn't matter. I went to go to bed. It was like midnight. I'm like, man, I really got to get up early. I've got a long day. Lost somebody at work. Going to be understaffed. Got to get some quality sleep. Close my eyes, and I just hear drip, 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 drip. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Okay? Guys, it wasn't my kitchen. I opened my eyes, and right in front of my face, on my pillow, spreading on the bed, was a drip from my ceiling coming inches from my face. Bro, let me tell you this. Okay, I've been coming Uh, home. My my apartment's scorching hot. I'm the first floor. This doesn't make any sense. I'm like, what is going on? My place has awful insulation. I was convinced that somehow the heat was kicking on or something. Mm -hmm. No. The the kid that moved in upstairs, his first apartment, he's about to be in for a rude awakening. Heat cranked. Has his heat cranked. And oh. so the pipes leading up to his uh, his apartment are radiating. Sweated. It's heating up my apartment, and it's sweet, mm-hmm. kind of. Sure. Except for it's too hot. Yeah. I keep it cool. Right? 
Anyways, it's condescending. You know, it's condescending against my ceiling. It's building up condensation against your ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) So condescending. It's rude. And it's building up up there and just dripping through my ceiling. It's like, damn. And this happened the day that I got a notice that my rent was increasing. How weird, right? fuck. I just got one of those recently, too. And I emailed the guy back and I said, why is it going up with no changes have been made or improvements have been made? <laughs> and he just replied with, as your uh, question to why is it going up? <laughs> and then just totally ignored the other part. And it's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the increased costs in all of the living situations is meaning that this is going up $50. Yeah, Eat but my butthole. I was going to say, you should have sent a video of that dripping next to your face and been like hey. i did yeah i did it's like a response At one, one to o'clock the, in the morning yeah there you go jesus rent crease increasing oh yeah increase this dickhole actually no don't increase that because that would be just more water on him yeah don't oh, i emptied my room into my living room and my bed's like almost in where i'm pointing like behind this couch is mm-hmm. where my bed is now it's terrible mm. this is really cramping my style you guys gotta your donate steez, dog. more to Sean so he can get a better bed now and a less wish, uh, apartment. I wish you had like one of those old school couches that's like the beige with all the dark orange and red flower prints. <laughs> the grandma to couch to go with your yeah, the grandma couch to go with your walls. That would be so killer. That'd be badass. honestly, yeah, it'd fit. You should full send if you've got this terrible wallpaper. You you, should, you just gotta sure. full send it. And like uh, a circus glass lamp. You know, mm. yeah, stained glass everywhere, mm. and those oh. orbs on the uh, um, concrete <laughs> pillars out front. Oh yes, beer steins yeah, everywhere. Of course, yeah, of course. Oh man, this is unlocking some We're, some killer memories. Like, I'm gonna uh, go make a pineapple upside down cake after this. Not like I like the hardwood floors, but you should get like a dark orange shag carpet rug accent. Jesus Christ! Just to like, I wouldn't even sleep make... in my bed. So, I would just so I would take off my pants again, and lay on we'll the shag carpet. <laughs> Gross. Uh, uh, shag carpet. I don't even wipe anymore. I just drag my ass across the oh, carpet. Oh, oh man. God. Nice. Oh, imagine. imagine. There's, there's got to be an actual human being that's done that. Yeah. There's plenty. There was somebody who pooped outside of my work yesterday. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, At the top of the alleyway, this is a main street, across uh, the street from the police station, got to the top of the alleyway, took a shit at the top of the alleyway, right around the corner, right next to the theater, somehow had toilet paper, quickly wiped and threw the toilet paper down. Like, bro. You got toilet paper from somewhere. Poop there. I had a buddy that claimed that he took a chick home from the bar, was walking with her, stopped and pooped in the bushes of a church, wiped with his sock, and then continued to take the girl home and banged her. Name names. Oh, it was Roy. That sounds Which like I a Roy thing to do. I believe that he would do it. <laughs> <laughs> well... It's yeah. totally believable. So I mean, good on him, I guess. It's within guess. the realm of <laughs> conspiracy theory, which is double good joke. Poop is real. Smiling at poop is real. 
<laughs> poop isn't real. Wake Jet up, fuel wake can't up, melt poop sheeple. beams. <laughs> wake up, sheeple. Poop isn't real. <laughs> it's all a, a plot by Big Charmin. <laughs> Big Charmin Pharmaceuticals? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Cottonelle. The Cottonelle crew. <laughs> The Cottonmouth Crew. Remember the Cottonmouth Kings? What, what a terrible time that was. Yo, the band? Yeah. The band. What the hell did they do? They did they songs made awesome about weed. Songs. <laughs> it was their whole thing. Every It was like rap How rock would life about be weed. If the world smoked weed, guaranteed to be peace, not greed. It was something like, it was something like that. <laughs> I swear so to God. That's stupid, dude. Ah, oh, Cottonmouth Kings is so cringe. Oh, like, my God. Uh, we probably jammed other band. to it. I'm sure we did. I think it's in that new Hollywood Undead is a similar thing now. They're also really terrible. Have you heard of them, Casey? Absolutely, I have. Oh, God. Just god-awful. Uh, love it. I love cringe music. It's rowdy, man. Woof. Rowdy. Uh, so wait. That was you, Sean. So you've been dealing with the leak. Casey, what the hell you been up to? Have you played anything? Um... I mean, I've just been playing WoW mostly. Um, oh yeah, playing Overwatch in the uh, downtime of did, WoW. But did you pay money for the uh, controversial early access to the expansion? Uh, no, I have not done that. No, okay. To the expansion of what? Uh, WoW. The I... for, they, they announced the new expansions. It's like a three uh, expansion deal that they announced as like a new. Eros. I don't know. I don't pay that much attention. I just play the damn game. <laughs> <laughs> you find that you enjoy the games and like generally everything else. If you just, yeah. like, I don't know, don't read the news on it. Exactly. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> you know I get what? It. Like, you're in it. You're in it to win it. But, but we can no longer have a, uh, a certain pizza place around here. Because of like local controversy that they caused or oh. something, I, I don't know. It wasn't even. Mm. Never mind. I I'm not gonna say too much. <laughs> I don't drama. particularly care. Were they on Kitchen care. Nightmares? No, no. It was Have like you ever some thought Halloween thing about pretending like your kitchen is real terrible to get on Kitchen Nightmares. Personally, no. Yeah, that that would be cool. You should do it like, just, like in my kitchen. Just call it in. No, like at, tell at them work. that you got a lot of complaints like, about this place. Yeah, like oh, God, say it's real hard, it's struggling. <laughs> you don't know how to cook, and then Gordon shows up, and you're like, "Oh, thanks, you saved the restaurant." And then tons of people come too. It's a win-win. You just gotta pretend or he like you're terrible you the to the entire nation. <laughs> the complete opposite. He just fucks you. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a real embarrassing situation. It does, man. I don't know why people go on that show. It shows the absolute worst of themselves. And they they yeah. act like they don't know who Gordon Ramsay is. That that too also. Like it's funny when like he goes in to like eat and there's other people eating and they have to pretend like Gordon Ramsay isn't sitting five feet from him. <laughs> <laughs> right? Know? It's like, bro, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Yeah. Y- y'all are full of shit, you don't know who this guy is. Come on. I also I uh, Mandy watches that show a lot, uh, but when I watch it with her, what I like to do is look up that restaurant, and almost like ninety percent of the time, it still closes after he leaves. Oh yeah, <laughs> so many times. 
Or like mm. usually what they what I think they really do is that like Gordon comes in and like upgrades the place, and then like as soon as that happens, they immediately turn around and sell it, and they're like, "We're getting the fuck out of this shit." Maybe, yeah, yeah. We are so, way over our heads right here. We uh, got a free model. Get the fuck out of this. Sell yeah. it. Let's go. <laughs> That's smart. Get the fuck uh, out. Get the fuck out of here. I showed both of you guys. Uh, I beat Xeno Gears. Yeah. Let's go, nice. boys. I beat the absolute shit out of that game, uh, which I did it not do. It looks like it only took kid. you like 70 hours, too. 72, I think, fully. Uh, nice. A lot of that, man. That last part was a lot of endless fucking mindless grinding in the desert. I did some serious hardcore grindage. Did you? Dang. Was it worth it? I mean, it was cool to do. I would have. Sure. I, what the fuck else? Yeah. I've already started no. my next game, too, but it was tight. Uh, That's I didn't up. have to do it. Like, you can beat that game easily at, like, level 80 something. Sure. You just wanted to uh, see how overpowered you could get. I don't right? know if that, yes. And it, like I told... Uh, I, I did beat the boss in like five hits. The yeah, final that was, boss. And that's then, crazy. <laughs> there's no like extra shit to do. Like I was way, sure. way, way over prepared for it for sure. But that's what you do in a classic RPG. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So uh, that's so, what's yeah, up. So I started Breath of Fire 3, which is another one that I loved from my childhood, but one that I never actually beat because it was always incredibly hard. Breath of Fires are really good. I remember in like the late 90s, early 2000s, I played a shitload of the Breath of Fires on the Game Boy Advance. Sure. I think like the first two were definitely super games. Yeah. 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 And okay. So maybe they didn't put those forward. So maybe I played the third one. I played those a lot in Golden Sun. I do remember Golden Sun. I would say you probably did play either the first or the second one if it was on Game Boy because like those were the Nintendo ones. And Mm mm-hmm. They ported a lot of that Super Nintendo shit to the Game Boy. Because they yeah. could. Especially a fucking RPG where you press two buttons, you know? I Make never really had any Game Boys at all. At all? I loved my yeah, Game like, Boy at Advance, all. man. I played the shit out of that thing. Like, my cousins had some. Like, I, I played Kirby when I was younger. That was pretty fun. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but it was fun as shit. And then, <laughs> it didn't uh, even matter. No, it It was like, matter. give me the power-ups, yeah. baby. yeah. And then uh, um, one of the, uh, I don't, was there a Zelda on regular yeah, Game Yeah, there's Boy? a Zelda. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I definitely. Link's Awakening. They re-released it say, on Switch. It's actually really cool. Yeah. They did like a whole remaster of it. Link's Awakening. And somehow it still stutters along. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? No, I had um, a... Uh, I had the original Game Boy. I remember I used to play it all the time when I had to go to Greenwood for the child psychology shit for my Ritalin when I was a youngster. I played Did you do it at it. night? Did you do the trick of either? No, because uh, it was ho- usually doing like a school day. I would play it at night, too. I did have like the magnifying glass that also had the lights on it. Nice. Uh, Don't lie. You had every accessory. You were, you're that I did have a lot had, of them. <laughs> like the Game Boy was no longer just a Game Boy. It's a monstrosity of uh, gray <laughs> he had a transformer dark gray <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker a, had a transformer i did have a a fair bit of some of them and a lot of them because i got like second hand from my cousin because my my cousin had like uh two parents that worked and like his mom had like a really good job i think 
she worked at like GE. Uh, my oh, aunt, yeah. I should say. You know, so like he had a lot of badass shit that he didn't even really care about. So like he wouldn't play with it forever. And then my aunt would be like, does Kyle want this? And I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I got so much shit, so many games. <laughs> Give me all always, your handy downs, Always bitch. say yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Give it, mom. Get it. We They had HBO and like. When we'd go, like, swimming or stay the night for Thanksgiving, we'd get, like, a bunch of VHS tapes of, like, movies that they taped off HBO for us. We'd sell tons of shit like that. Good times, man. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's fire. Family, man. Family. I said it like Vin Diesel. Oh, man. No, you had one get character weird. in the way that you just said it that he's ever said it, so. Well. Because <laughs> one of us is an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Acting? Uh yeah. no. What else? Uh did you guys have a favorite PS1 era RPG? Outside of Final Fantasy VII? Excluding because <laughs> no. excluding all three of us. Uh, be that. Yeah, Brave Fencer Musashi. Ooh, okay. that's a We've good answer. Before. That's a good answer. That was a I, really I, fucking fun game. I have Brave yeah. Fencer Musashi too. I still own it. In terms of RPGs, man, I don't yeah, know I... how. Let's see, FF7. I played so much on the PlayStation, but outside of that, I don't think I played a ton of a, a ton of RPGs on a console. It was always either handheld or a big chunk of my RPG playing was on my NES. Oh, you know really? what? Um... Yeah. Oh, That's God. all I had for most of my childhood. I'm, look, I'm looking at the list now. now, but I can't. Was it Legend of Lagaya? Oh, yeah. That's Legend the one with Gaia. the dragons. Yeah. Oh, no. Legend of the, Lagaya is the Sony one where you like put in the uh, the combos. Yes. You yes. Have, like, that the, the was my jam. That, I love that game. Yeah. yeah, that game was pretty That game was so man. awesome, dude. Like, I wonder if I can get that, that on could, my PSP. You can get anything on emulator, my friend. Oh, that's true too. I still haven't fucked with a PlayStation emulator, and I don't know. I why. mean, I I I uh, played uh, Legend of Lagaya not that long ago, probably about two years ago, on an emulator, and it still. You beat the whole thing? I didn't beat the whole thing, but oh. uh, I got uh, I got pretty far into it without having to look up because I kind of remember a guide. Yeah, I kind of nice. remembered what I had to do. I do remember. Liking you know how when you play a game and it just kind of clicks back in, like you have oh, yeah. in a while, you're like, oh, oh yeah. I remember this now. Yeah, it kind of happened with that. You feel like that's, such a G. <laughs> Didn't you have to that's look what that I had up? to do with uh, Xenogears because I hadn't played it in for fucking ever. And sure. I had like stopped playing at, uh, I'd like put it into rest mode at a spot where <clears throat> I was leveling. So I was like fighting the hardest thing in the game. And so, like, when I came back to it, I forgot how, like, there's a certain way you have to do it to make sure, sure you beat it. And I forgot. I was like, ah, oh, oh, how do no. I do this? And then, like, it started to come back. And then I clicked it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Nice. Then we were on, baby. We were rolling. I keep rolling. Yeah, you liked Mega Man Legends, didn't you, Kyle? I did. Uh, I've played it recently. Did not age well. Sure. Uh, mostly because it's <clears throat> it was an early 3D game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was also back in the D-pad era before we had analog sticks. So it's all tank controls. So, like, oh, you turn left yeah. and right with the shoulder buttons and, like... Oh, jeez, yeah. I so, like, you have to, like, that. stop and hold R1 and he, like, steps in place and, like, turns like RoboCop. It's so Wasn't so Brave Fencer Musashi like that? 
It's kind of, but Brave Fencer, mm-hmm. it's more like a 2.5D. Well, no, I mean, in, in, the, in the thing that you had to use the trigger buttons to turn the camera. I feel like it was really weird in that one because when they remade it, they fixed it so you could use the uh, DualShock to move the camera. Really? And, yeah. Oh. I need to play the the old one then because uh, I don't remember. It's been so long. It's been a while. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm so like uh, I'm so blinded by. Um, I'm so blinded by like uh, a time before the dual shocks, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's sometimes hard to remember that there was a time before ape escape. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. You know, is it, wasn't that like the big game that they made a big push for the dual shocks? It was like, the, because you had the net, you had to swing yeah, it around sort of like everything before that demo sort of game that showed it off. And yeah. Like, yeah. Pretty much. Use them. Because I remember playing Mortal Kombat 4 without the DualShocks. Like, I remember just playing it on the D-pad. I still, I think even after, like, DualShocks came in, people still didn't fully realize it. You got to remember, like, first-person shooters on consoles sucked until Halo came out on Xbox. Yeah. And then everybody yeah. was like, That's hard oh, to remember. <laughs> yeah. That's how we were supposed to do this thing. And then things got better. But yeah, forever, even after they came out, like, Things still sucked. Yeah. Dude, there was when uh, they re-released GoldenEye like last year, right? And people were like, oh, man, I'm going to get an N64 controller. This is going to be a blast. I'm like, man, that, that game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's going to be controversial. But man, that game sucked. Like was... until you got used to the control. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. You had no other option, you know, and, and like, I, I don't want to go back to that. At the time when you, before we had better, that was cool. Yeah. Like that's what yeah. we had. But yeah, that was dope. We have evolved. It's I don't want to go backwards. I yeah. believe in evolution, baby. <laughs> Yo, re-release. Uh, uh, what was it? 007 Agent Under Fire. That mm-hmm. game ruled. Or Nightfire. It was Nightfire for the GameCube. I don't remember that, that game. I don't remember that either. But then again, mm. I did not have a GameCube. I really didn't have a Nintendo. Like we had, we had regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and then Aaron had a sixty-four. But I didn't really play it that much. And then I really didn't have anything until uh, Switch. PS2, honestly, I no, I mean oh, Nintendo-wise, ju- only. Nintendo oh, I see what you said. Just yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, I loved hmm. my GameCube, man. That thing fucking ruled. Same, dude. Like, it was the nerd. Like, I feel like it was the nerd system. Like, if people found out you had a GameCube, like, you were... I felt like people thought you were a loser or something. I didn't give a <laughs> fuck. I'm going to fly around with Mario with my water jetpack. I remember Nick had one, and I always went over there and played with him on his game. I remember yeah. my friend Robbie tried to make fun of me and claim that it was a purse that you carried. <laughs> like, I'm not taking it anywhere. Now you yeah, can I, buy one as a purse. That's tight. Yeah. Repurpose that Full shit. circle. Did you uh, guys I have a, uh, I had a, I got a Dreamcast like oh, yeah. six months before they killed it. Oh, I love that. Thing, I somehow dude. have three Dreamcasts right now in my possession. For Casey real? Yeah. We're Dreamcast best what? buddies, man. We used to play. We played PSO. Online together. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Man. It, we played it, so much PSO. saved it on the fucking memory card and mine got like. 
corrupted and I just the lost all hope for last like life and it all made it was so much fun. <laughs> like he would bring his his Dreamcast over and I had two phone lines so we would both connect because this is his back mom was pissed. Yeah. My mom was always pissed. I was going to say she was pissed when I bought my Dreamcast or my GameCube because I used my graduation money. And I went to <laughs> this was also like when Walmart was open like 24 hours. And like they'll never I, go back to that, by the way. I just looked that up. Yeah, I, I'm sure. But I had tons of fucking uh, graduation money and I, I took a big handful of it and I went and bought a GameCube because I wanted the Resident Evil remake. And I oh, bought that too. Yeah. And Yo, I waited long awesome. enough that they released the other colors, so I got a black one too. So that was cool, and I was like, "It was a great night." And my mom was so pissed though, because I I also stayed up all night playing Resident Evil, so I was up at like five thirty when she woke up. And she's like, <laughs> "Where did that come from?" I was like, "I bought I it." She's it. like, "How did you buy it?" Shut up, mom, and come look at these redeads. Everybody, come quick! My baby's He's on the red. TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, I love busting my mom's chops. Uh, <laughs> you know what else I love, fellas? Uh, what? I love living in, living the, in city. the city. <laughs> I love uh, I love living in the city, unless it was Salt Lake fucking city, because that seems like a terrible place, especially in 1985. Yeah. Yeah. You know that have been rough. I could see being angry at the world. And you'd be a, a marmot. A mor- Mormon. A, a, mor- a marmot. A marmot? <laughs> I like I marmot know. better. Get over here, you filthy little marmot. Nice marmot. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. fucking A, SLC Punk Boys. Casey, yeah. thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah. This was a, uh, a seminal film in our younger days. I feel like we kind of watched this a lot. Yeah, the, the more I watched it like well the more i paid attention to the movie now that i'm older i was like i feel like i've seen this so many fucking times but i can't pinpoint how many times i've seen it you know what i mean because yeah. i knew that lines were coming up mm-hmm. but i didn't it's know how those. i knew that lines were coming up <laughs> oh. it is it's been a long time since i've seen it too but i know exactly what you're talking about like i knew right when things were gonna hit and i was like oh yeah yeah oh, this is this part it was also i was shocked at like how much of a comedy this movie was for sure dude like it yeah it doesn't seem like it would hit that way but it definitely does at certain points it's so dry absolutely it's so dry and sarcastic that like you can't help but laugh at so many of the parts of this movie and i hadn't seen it before actually asked sarah she's like oh yeah i've seen i saw that a while ago i'm like (laughs) jesus am i the only fucking person that hadn't seen this movie um I, I yeah. wish I could have watched it again for the first time because I that that would have been tight. But yeah, like um, I don't know. It just it hit the same way, and I mean, just you know, it really being didn't older lose much and of a watching step. it, yeah. yeah, it's just you know, you it's more relatable, and it's like you definitely, man, it's just great. I I loved rewatching this. I really did. I felt myself in Steve O a lot. Uh, sure. Of course, I think we're all supposed to. He's the character we're supposed to identify with. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I do kind of find myself as more of a heroin Bob, but sure. I can uh, see that. Heroin, yeah. He's he's I mean, a lovable, lovable guy. Um, he's fun. What I, 
that's what I was trying to get to. I just remembered it. It clicked in. Sure. One of the greatest things about this movie, especially with it being a comedy, is when I was watching it this time, was noticing just how much fucking overacting everybody does, but it works so well because yeah. they're all such larger-than-life characters. But, like, Bob is so fucking animated and out there, but that makes it enjoyable to watch. Steve-O is all over the fucking place. It's Matthew Lillard in, like, absolute prime Matthew Lillard. This is maybe still my favorite performance of his. I love this uh, fucking 13 role. Ghosts, bro. Ah, I hate 13 Ghosts. I'm, so I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo. I don't hate 13 Ghosts, but yeah, this is probably the best I've seen of Matthew Lillard. And I got to say, and I just watched Five Nights at Freddy's, and that's it. That is a high bar to top. No. Is he in that? Yeah. Oh. I did not know that. Now I'm interested in Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, I am too. Did you see that Chuck E. Cheese is now getting rid of their animatronics? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Probably because kids are going to start fucking with them because the, the Five Nights at Freddy's crew is like getting old enough I, to. I uh, did not think that's where you were going with that. Oh, no? Did you think kids were going to Everybody's over there just kids? fucking no, animatronics. Saying, fu- yeah, fucking animatronics. Oh. <laughs> no. I don't think that's what, well, I guess some people I mean, do want to do that. People yeah. sexualize everything, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did have one note that I think applies to the whole movie, which is another one that I didn't really pick up on, but I noticed this time is uh, the movie never, ever relents, which is like very punk rock in of itself. Like, oh, yeah. Punk rock never stops. Like, even. When there would be a moment to breathe, it doesn't stop. Steve-O immediately comes in over with narration. Like, it, he is literally never not talking to you throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At some point, always somebody is going, something is happening. It's so bombastic, and I love that about it, because it's very much like a punk rock record. Like, how it just, it's in, it's out. I also love Hour and a Half, man. We talk yeah. about the tight 90-minute movie. Yeah. Woo! This one just plots right along i love how it starts to drag right at the natural progression where it's dragging in the story for steve-o's life where he feels like sort of uh spun up and uh almost like he's treading water Mm -hmm. it ah, it, it's really well done film man absolutely i absolutely agree with that it's just it's it's so good sean never having seen it before what are some of the things that you noticed, liked, didn't like, picked up on? Anything substantial jumping out? Hmm. Um, I, okay. So hearing you guys talk about, uh, you know, you've seen it so many times and you know where the beats are coming up and stuff. I wish this is a movie that I got to watch a couple of times before coming on here. Sure. Because I feel like, you know, Anything that I were to talk about this movie is drastically different than anything that you guys would be talking about this movie because I didn't know the beats that were coming. I I don't know, um, you know, halfway through the movie, I was like, what the fuck is the point in this movie? (laughs) You know, three quarters of the way through the movie, I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this movie? I I can see that from a first time. And that's still that's also that's very anarchist of the movie, and it's it's like that message of itself. Mm -hmm. But it will I will say, you have that feeling the whole time of 
what is the point of this? What is the Where point of going? this? Because it's yeah. it's just small bits and pieces. Like you said, it's unrelenting. It's it's set piece, set piece, set piece, event, event, event in their lives, jumping. You know, he doesn't stop. You jump into somebody else's shoes to give you a little bit of a backstory. You know, you're introduced to Sean. Next thing you know, you see Sean again later in the movie, and he's panhandling. And then all of a sudden, you jump cut to him trying to get a job. Like, it is nonstop. And even in times where something's going on, like Matthew Lillard, Steve-O will just, like, turn looking at the camera and just t- kind of talk yep. break the fourth wall. about what's going on, break that fourth wall, which I thought was really cool. But it all ties together in the last 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And I think it makes everything that happened prior to that 100% worth it. Sure. And I will say that is by far, I think, like one of the most devastating and heart-wrenching scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Like, you know it's coming mm-hmm. from the second that you see him throw back a, a, a couple the of... Bills, man. Pills with, with just straight alcohol. So <laughs> yeah, you know it's coming. I knew you have this sense of dread of what's coming because they're so tight. But Stevo finding Bob, he fucking knew right away too. Like right after he, like like like, like kind of nudged him. Like he knew just yeah and yeah. That, and and I then love his performance just during yeah. that part. Man, it fucking killed me. Yeah. Dude, it broke me to pieces just watching his reaction is exactly how I would imagine someone who's been yeah. through that. like yeah. like it was scary, scary accurate. Yeah. I'm fortunate enough to like it got me thinking a lot. And, and like I'll get deep here real quick. Like I know a lot of faults myself of like not wanting to get close to people blah blah is tied to a lot of like I was surrounded by a lot of people dying in my life at a younger age and like a lot of friends and you know you're going to funerals constantly and it's yeah. just like you don't want to feel that anymore so I don't didn't really get close to a lot of people and I sat there thinking about this and I'm like man and I'm not even someone who had to find them like that mm-hmm. and it's just like witnessing that reality in a movie with such a heart like tearing scene yeah oh dude i i'm never gonna forget that i don't yeah, know a it, single person who watched soc punk and got to that point and didn't cry oh for sure man Bob. if you if you I, didn't cry at that part you have no heart you have no yeah. soul and man, even that's like he, a tough guy that makes it i you know i don't cry at a lot of stuff man that fucking again matthew lillard just crushing it the way he like he has like the snot dripping and like it's just yeah, all, for sure. all natural. It, like you are well, in and, that moment. And he goes through him. all those stages right there. Uh-huh. He's like, fuck yep. you. And then I'm sorry. And like, what am I going to do? You're a poser. Now? Yeah. Only pose what am I going to do? Up. You're my only friend. Yeah. His face is all contorted in like, oh, dude. And when he says I wasn't ready for this, it's like, oh, like who would be though? Yeah. Yeah. I love too that it bookends with like the start of the movie when he wakes Bob up the same way. And yeah, then, like, for sure. It's, yeah. it's all, like Sean said, the whole movie is a great callback to itself. Uh, to to blossom what you had said earlier too, Sean. Uh, it is kind of unfortunate you didn't get to see it multiple times because it's definitely one of those movies where it's like a puzzle piece where the more times that you see it, you notice more stuff each time yeah. and you're like, oh, wow. Oh, Cause it is, sure. it's one of those finely crafted, like 
finely tuned things that just everything works, everything's has a purpose. I love again the weaving narrative, you call it to cheaply say it Tarantino-esque almost, because like Steve will break the fourth wall, start with a narrative, we cut to a story. We're so in-depth in that story, even though Steve-O is narrating over it the entire time, we forget that we're actually at a different point in time until we jarringly He's in the middle of a like, party. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah, we're in a fucking party. And yeah. like we just we just learned everything we know about Mark. Like yeah. we had this whole awesome scene, and they're standing in a fucking closet the whole time, yeah. like sharing a joint. It's beautiful little bits of storytelling that keep the whole thing fresh and interesting. It's fun visually to look at. Matthew Lillard just drives this whole thing. Ah. And like the whole Sean thing, like with Sean, you know, just taking all that acid, scaring his mom so much that she kicks him out and he has to become a panhandler. And like when they do that cutback for the fucking, he, she's like, you should try to get a job. I did. I tried he just that. Goes in there, hey! Just yells at the fucking lady. His shirt just has fuck you fuck painted you on, written it. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh my God. He's Which, like, I got dignity. I'm not going to take this. But then, I think like, I, it cuts back to the, the scene that they're at, and he's like, yeah, it's just so hard, man. <laughs> it's uh, it's funny. I think I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again. I remember uh, I called in a breakfast order. Like, I ordered breakfast for me and Mandy here once. And this was sort of like towards the end of, like, the whole pandemic situation. Like, everything had died down. But I, I was still wearing a mask out in most places. And I went to pick it up. I'm like, they didn't have it ready yet. And I'm standing there and I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm just going to wait. And I remember like, everybody is fucking staring at me. And I'm like, I'm starting to get pissed off. I'm like, man, what are these fucking people's problems? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm wearing a mask. Big fucking deal. And I'm like looking at my phone. And when I look down, I realized I'm wearing my t-shirt that says broad fucking city. which is, <laughs> And I'm just like, realize I'm such a huge asshole. And everybody's staring at me because I'm just... <laughs> It's all right. They're just words. People get over it. I felt like I should have asked for an application at that place. Like, hey, give me me a job. Why would I? I I love his logic. Like as she's trying to ask him questions and he gets more and more upset. He's like, if I knew how to sell clothes, why would I be asking for this fucking job? Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's like, what do you mean? Why would I be wearing women's clothes? Do you what have do you any experience selling women's clothes? Why would I have experience selling women's clothes? <laughs> it's, I love it too. I love this. It's crazy. You don't expect special effects. I love how they were somehow able to get this crazy x-ray zoom in shot. Like we go slow-mo from the, uh, cause Sean gets his brain fried via overdosing on acid from uh sprinklers on a Run, running through sprinklers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it soaks through his pants legs, and we get this cool zoom-in shot of, like, into the pants legs, into, like, the wet acid, and then it, like, shows it leaking onto his skin, and then we, like, get this shot of the muscles and, like, this yeah. blue fizzy drink. I always love that shot. It's so, so cool, yeah. Yeah, it's a nice touch. He's green screen a lot in here, too. What's that? They use green screen a lot in there, too, in the movie, because oh. they superimpose Matthew Lillard, you know, just... I mean, clearly, it's just him narrating, but, like, there's a few scenes where, like, he's floating over the city, or, like, he, he's, like, a talking head down in a corner, so. There was a scene where he was, I swear to God, I looked at my TV, I'm like, is he green screened onto his bed? Yes, and he, he was. He was. Yeah, because they needed that cutout to float him over the city. 
<laughs> it, it was so weird, man. Yeah. I love oh. uh, I love Bob when he gets his fucking hand super infected. <laughs> oh my god! The whole story of how I, he gets I hate, his nickname. I hate doctors, man. I really hate needles, doctors. Man. Has to be in quarantine for three weeks because it's so infected. They're <laughs> yeah, like, they I've never seen this you, man. sort of infection before. <laughs> never seen something that hand so is the uh, most infected thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the doctor's reaction you you nailed it casey like this movie is really funny for a very specific type of humor sure you know like i couldn't stop finding myself just laughing along and then immediately falling back into all right what's the point of this yeah yeah (laughs) and and then i laugh and then what's the point and now they're like he makes friends at a party with this dude whose parents died in a plane crash. Like this character, if this character wasn't in the movie, would not matter at all. It'd be 20 <laughs> less minutes. Dude, yeah, Mark is actually like no point to the story. Really. Just, no he, point at all. Character. He just disappears. But what what I love about Mark is uh, I've known people like fuck Mark. Like, yeah. so that's, sure. that's real people that exist. Like, And a lot of them are usually like, shadier people and they have there's a reason they're shady because they have uh mark clearly has some like trauma overloading and oh man he just just people that snap on a dime jesus christ dude i love and (laughs) his whole tour of the house i love it i love how steve there's a a movie on there I love how you get the backstory of how his parents died in a plane crash And then, like, ten minutes later, he, like, you have Steve-O talking to him in his house. He's like, yeah, my parents, they died in a plane crash. He's like, I know. You know? Yeah. And then he just goes into exact detail of, like, how he was staring at his mom. His mom was looking at him. And she was decapitated while they were staring at each other. It's like, dude, that is so extra. (laughs) My one note is that... uh. That gun that he had, they would all be so fucking deaf if he fired oh, it in absolutely. that basement. Yeah. That was a three fifty seven Magnum with like a fucking six inch barrel. That thing is a cannon. It yeah. would have been so <laughs> that fucking that blown flat. that fucking pillow apart. <laughs> Not put a little hole through it. <laughs> oh man, oh, I love Ugh. again all the the characters in this movie we have so many unique like subset like uh Sean and I watched the warriors not that long ago and I love how this sort of has like all of its different gangs you have the rednecks the mods I love when he goes through that whole like uh breakdown when they're fighting the skinheads yeah. and he's like skinheads beat up the mods mods beat up the metlers metlers beat up the new, new wave, wave or everybody new wave beats up new wave shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. new waves are the, the, the new hippies the new hippies yeah. uh also, a oh. lot of people in this movie that, like, you don't expect to see. There's people that, uh, you know, you got Matthew Lillard, Shooter McGavin. Oh, yeah. Killing yeah, it yeah, as uh, the dad. Christopher dude. McDonald. Killing it as Steve O'Shea. Jason dad. Siegel. Jason Siegel in, a, like, an early performance fucking ruling as Mike. Dude, what when he slams awesome. that kid's head against the wall with the beanie. <laughs> but Steve was like, watch this. This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part. Head against the wall, and he just comes up with the beanie in his hand. <laughs> Steve-O just comes I like back. when like, they were at the party. Block! And was it, he was like talking to Mark or someone, 
at the party when uh, you had, uh, what's his name, Bob, go up on stage and start singing, mm-hmm. and a dude starts beating him up. So then Mark is like, all right, hold on. I got to go take care of something. Swims through the crowd of people and just starts beating the shit out of the bouncer. I'm the bouncer, <laughs> I'm the bouncer for the bun. Yo, and job. then he starts apologizing. He's like, man, you got to understand. Like, that's my buddy. You know, it's, and like, I don't care who you are. I got to throw job. down. And like, yeah. I love that Mark and like, in the midst of all these crazy punk people with like spike hair and blue hair, Mark wears like the fucking polo button up tucked into his khakis. Uh, he's got yeah. the hair parted at the side. He wears glasses. And he's like, oh, you, he you mean Mike? Mike. Yeah. Uh, Mike. But he is like the most hardcore dude out of all of them. Yeah. And then he goes off to yeah. be a botanist. I love that story. Like, I love all these really at, totally the, at the core of it, man. This is a coming of age movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it reminded 100%. me a lot of Stand By Me. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yep. It's uh it's just a coming of age movie, uh, for a different era, a different type of person. If if you notice, even at the very end, Matthew Lillard's still wearing Doc Martens. Yeah, it was cool. Yep. It was yep. a little I love it. Eh, a little tweak nice on touch. it. And I love how he says, you know, his plan is to still you can do more damage from inside the system than out of it. Mm-hmm. That was a nice little Yep. Now, I've ever difficult. seen. I've never seen SLC Punk two. I never it probably either. resolves a lot of that. I don't know. So. I, I was gonna bring that up because I do have it pulled up on my screen right now. Do you guys even? Do you guys know like the syntax of that movie? Know nothing about it. No. I've okay. heard nothing good it about it. I've never had any desire to. Okay, so it is. It's Punk's Dead SLC Punk two, and it's actually it actually follows. Uh, the lo- Ross, the love child of Trish and heroin Bob. Oh God! Oh. So Bob got Trish pregnant before he died, and it follows uh, his story. Okay, I don't think I want to know any more than that. Yep, that's it. But I did. Uh, like, I mean, hmm. the scene. Devin Sawa's uh, back as Sean. You got Michael Gorgian. Gorgian back as Bob. Adam Pascal's back as Eddie. Hmm. A lot of people returned for this movie. Well, I might have to research it a bit, see what people say about it. It's terribly rated. Okay, then. <laughs> there we go. That's what it's only an hour it. 15, though. Uh, only oh. an hour 15. I think Jesus that even says Christ. more. I think yeah. it says even more. Was it crowdsourced? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly. Came out in 2016. Mm. Oh, it's, it's even worse. It's not getting better. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm watching the trailer for this. It doesn't look terrible. It's maybe we might we could maybe do. I don't know, though. We'll, we'll debate a follow up. <laughs> OK, we let me just say this. We have watched a lot of really terrible movies. Sure, sure. Here's here's my issue. That I'm were much con- longer than an hour 15. I'm not concerned with it being a terrible movie. I'm concerned with it ruining my love of SLC Punk 1. OK, then sure. let's not do it. Yeah. <laughs> that, I find that fair. That's only my real concern because I do. That's fair. Spoiler alert, I love the absolute fucking shit out of this movie, in case it hasn't uh, been obvious up to this point. Sure. I do want to touch on something that Sean said. Like He was saying, like, what's the point of this? I definitely still saw that like after like watching it a few times, because like, thinking back, there were a few scenes that I was just like, okay, we get it. You know, it's the same thing, same thing. But, like, I, I don't know. It, he, he pushed it along, but like I, I could see where... Uh, Kind of lost my train of thought there. <laughs> no, I, I completely <laughs> like 
there there's a lot of it's just things happening through the movie mm-hmm. and it's not until the end that you realize that it's just about the friendship that they have yeah and and their identity and like there's a scene where uh what's that girl that he ends up going on the blind date with what was her name oh, God. Uh, brandy brandy yes so so he's talking about prior to going on a date with brandy that he doesn't even know who he is. He doesn't know if he's gay, straight, whatever. Like, he doesn't yeah. know his own identity. And if the current self could meet past self, he'd beat the shit out of him. Like, these are just a bunch of kids that, at the end, you realize, like, they were just a couple of geeks playing D&D in the basement. Mm-hmm. I love so that Bob's little like, reveal, yeah, too, I love man. that touch, man. That yeah, was that so was great, yeah. Beautiful. And just goes, adds more layers into... These guys don't know. They're just experimenting. They're friends. They're going through these things. And then some really fucked up stuff happened. Mm-hmm. And like nothing, nothing leading up to that point makes any sense until that point. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. And I'm glad love that they, they, they added that at the end. So you'd have to watch the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Driven. When Kyle said Tarantino earlier, that is so exactly what I thought when I saw him going downstairs at the end mm-hmm. to wake up Bob. I'm like, wait, was Bob this, dead this whole time? Was this just a Tarantino oh. thing? Was Bob dead at the beginning? No, it wasn't, obviously. But what a nice bookend, like Kyle For said. For sure. I did like he's how like, uh, he's down there listening to Rush. And he's like, I'm not saying that Rush is bad. <laughs> he's like, they're good Rush musicians. He's like, but listen to this. <laughs> I'm just saying there's so, there's some other shit out there. Again, yeah. not to be too cheesy, but that that's another part that kind of, honestly, it reminded me of me and my best buddy here, little Casey. No. Uh, him and I, like I said, uh, this was a kind of a defining movement movie to us, but we also, we, we grew up together. We were dorks. Playing fucking video games who like yeah. got really into metal. We're we're huge into that shit now. We were in some fucking metal bands. We like we did the shit. It was cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh just uh it's personal. It, it's I loved it. It's it I yeah, still it was fantastic, man. I loved how I still related to it. Uh absolutely. All these years. I later. didn't realize. Uh actually I'm I'm so sorry. when I mentioned uh Stand By Me earlier, I was gonna make a joke. That oh uh, yeah, you, did you guys catch that that River Phoenix cameo in this movie? Yo, Brandy is played by River and Joaquin Phoenix's sister, uh, really Summer Phoenix. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she does have the name Summer Phoenix. Uh, oh, that's awesome. I was gonna be a jerk and say, do you think that Steve-O fell in love with her at first sight because of her mustache? <laughs> I was gonna say the eyebrows, but I like it. It was the eyebrows. Oh man. <laughs> Gosh, I'm, in, had, I'm into the bushy eyebrows. She had the, oh. the, the, the wispy, the wispy stash, and I was like, "All right, girl, get it." That's before like they it. had the nair for the face. <laughs> I also don't know if it was expected to be watched in high definition. This was like <laughs> back when standard definition TVs were I still. Also, I also think that's just part of that girl's beauty. Though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, lo- I love how like um, okay, who was the uh, I'm blanking on the name again, but the lady that Bob was into Trish, uh, Trish, Trish, like how she was thirty and they were supposed to be like eighteen, nineteen. And <laughs> yeah. they looked like she's the like exact thirty, same age. man. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's a, bro- a bohemian queen. Uh, the chick who played Sandy uh, again. I'm not trying to be mean, but she did not. Uh, 
not age very well, at least by compared to her IMDb profile picture now. Oops. So it, it's, you know, it's. I imagine it's pretty tough. This was. Yeah. When did this come out? Ninety six. No, no, no. This was two thousand nineteen. No, no. SLC Punk. Uh this is oh, ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I can't ni- imagine it's your a lot. Mi- of- it's your nineties movie <laughs> for sure. It's yeah. crazy. I did not. I did not know it was ninety eight. Jason Seagal's like the only one. Again, this that is aged pretty gracefully. This is before he really. That's before he blew up too, because it was really Freaks yeah. and Geeks that did that for him. Well, wasn't Freaks and Geeks before this? Was it? I'm looking uh, before '98. I imagine, right? Oh, he was in Can't Hardly Wait and Dead Man on Campus. Hmm. Yeah, and then SLC Punk Freaks and, and Geeks Freaks was '99. Yeah, '99, 2000. Interesting. You know what movie this made me think of? Yo, dude, what was that movie that we watched recently? It was from the 90s where uh, the girl is, uh, she's trying to make some extra money, so she goes and gets some pills. Oh, Go. The ex- Go? Yeah, it's very This, this very reminded me a lot of Go. Yeah, uh, because of the, the constant pace. Go has that same, because yes. it's in the name of the movie. Yes. It's like supposed to be that way, too. I like, I guess... I do like that. I like a slow burn too, but man, I like a fast paced movie. Uh, yeah, of course I do. It's not boring. Uh, Keep you know, engaged, baby. I want to talk. Of course, you guys got to have like a favorite scene, right? Sean, you want to think on it for a sec? I mean, <laughs> I'm going to have to think on that. I, I'll start with I know There's what, tons. I know Casey. I know what yours and mine both is. What is it? <laughs> Sink. Sink, damn you. <laughs> sink, sink, you fool. He's shooting sink, the cu- you fool. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a salt lake. It's the. It's like boys, man. It's a salt lake. Sink, <laughs> just they sink you like bar and he's like, oh. He yeah. shoots at it. All, <laughs> all the scenes with Mark, even when he's yeah. being like psycho, but like afterwards when he's apologizing, about, I'm sorry. I said sorry. I said sorry. Just- <laughs> you guys want to steal the car? Give me a kiss, Bob. And he points to his cheek <laughs> with the gun. Yeah, he points the gun and the <laughs> Give me a kiss. Oh, man. Wouldn't that still be pretty hot from being fired? It would be. Well, <laughs> I, I love uh I love when they go to fucking Wyoming to buy the, the non-weak beer and uh they oh, start yeah. fucking with the Christian lady. He well, they steal the beer. They do steal the beer. They steal well, because the dude's chasing them with a shotgun. What are yeah, they supposed to still. do? Uh well, what I, I mean, loved not, about this not steal the beer, but uh, he was a the, Nazi. This is the first time I've noticed it. Is uh when they pull up there, the, as they zoom in, you can totally see the lighting rig in the back they were using to light Bob's face. Oh, I didn't even see that. It's just no. like a giant fluorescent light that's still lit up that's like stuck to the back seat. It's so obvious. And oh, I was like, great. oh my God, wow. Uh, oh, that's funny. I also love uh his whole thing when Steve-O's just graduated high school and he has the giant blue mohawk, the, the whole yeah. Steve with his parents. You can see you can see the uh, bald cap. The, the bald still, cap. It's still really good. I, I still love that whole like performance, like how he's listening mm-hmm. to his dad, but he's just being a sarcastic dick the whole time. And I love how... Uh, I, I'm just going to... I'm always going to call him Shooter McGavin. I love how he plays it so goddamn straight. He knows mm-hmm. what he's saying isn't really truthful, but he still tries to play like he was part of the resistance. He's like, we ended. We ended that goddamn war in Nam. War in Vietnam. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you did do shit, dude. You went to Woodstock. Got we were high, bad. We went to people. Woodstock. <laughs> we we went to Woodstock, but hey, hey, but I do love still. It comes full circle again because Steve-O does the same thing. He he tweaks yeah. it, but he grows up. He moves on. He goes. He's going to Harvard Law. I do love the touch of him still wearing the boots. I had never noticed that till this viewing too. Yeah, same, honestly. And I was like, that's that's really cool. He's still got those thick-ass punk boots on. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I'm, I love Bob's giant blue boots. Those things are so fucking iconic. Yeah. I noticed how over the course of the movie, Bob's accent got more Californian. Did it? Yeah. Like, he's, like, totally talking like this later on, dude. Oh. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I thought he did that. The acid. I, I didn't hair. really like. He, it wasn't that pronounced. I feel like when he was talking to Sean at the beginning of the movie, like it was a little California, but like at the end, it was way more pronounced. I feel. Yeah, I'm Jesus. <laughs> Are you him? Yeah, I'm him. <laughs> I love again all that overacting. Like Bob is doing it, but it doesn't feel out of place. It's so perfectly. Executed. I do love Devin Sawa is killing it as Sean. Entertaining mm-hmm. every time. I wish I could find the quote of like after they're talking to him while he's panhandling and he he says something like catch you on the drop or something like that. Um and they catch, correct catch him. Catch you in the rebound. And yeah. they go, catch you on the rebound. On the rebound. Yeah, and, <laughs> Yeah, I'll remember that. (laughs) (laughs) They're like never going to try to see him ever again. I was like, oh, what a smooth way to get out of there. That was Matthew Lillard's turning point in the movie. Like that's what woke him up right there. Mm -hmm. Mm. I was realizing like he would he was going to end up there, too. If like, I mean, what what was the I loved it, too. It's like I love to when he's talking about fighting and he's like fighting is anarchy. But you fight for a belief, which is government. Which and yeah. I, it's like, God damn it, man! It's so fucking true. All of this mm-hmm. cyclical shit. Ah, mm-hmm. we're just apes that beat each other. Yep. Yeah. And if I don't get some fucking pelt tonight, my balls are gonna fall off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's such a man. great. Like, I don't know if any rednecks ever said that, but probably no. A hundred percent not. hundred percent. I like uh, the just the idea of identity through this movie. Like who's actually true to their character? Who's a poser? How that evolves? Oh, you fell in love. You're a poser. Yeah. When he was oh. screaming at Bob like that, that broke my heart, even though I knew yeah. that they were just having like a little spat. But like still, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, you just yelled at him like that. And you yeah. could tell Bob was hurt afterwards. And then sure enough, you know, like, you know, Steve-O finds Brandy and, oh man, just thinking about that kills me. Um, I, this isn't even my favorite. I don't even know how I would pick out a favorite part in this movie because it is just tons of them. There's like a hundred different really great parts and I don't know how to pick one out of what the best one is, but I, I do like pretty much all of Steve-O's interactions with his dad. Yeah. And so there's yeah, this great sure. interaction towards the end of the movie where he picks him up in his Porsche and uh, his dad's like, yeah, I got you into Harvard accepted you. And he's like, wait, I never applied. And he's like, yeah, I applied. You signed my name? Yeah. And then they somehow get into the fact that Steve was like, you're a Nazi. And his dad's like, Nazi, I'm Jewish. 
How can I be a Nazi? That's the worst. Dad, what kind of car is this? Yeah. It's a it's a Porsche, Porsche and you got it at a Volkswagen dealership. And he just like goes into this whole yeah. thing and it's just like, what the fuck is happening? And finally his dad's like, it's just a car. And then they just go on with <laughs> their dad. I love it. He's like, let me take yeah. you to lunch. And then they go to lunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh. And then that person keeps staring at him and he makes a face and then he's like, take what are you looking picture. at? Did you get a good picture? <laughs> I love getting that his dad just... His dad is actually such a fucking great character because through it all, he mm-hmm. just loves Steve-O for who he is. Yeah. He lets him yep. be him. He encourages him. He's like, hey, man. Well, he was like, he, you can go to Harvard and rebel. Yeah. <laughs> or, he, always, he, he tries to encourage him to take the right path. He doesn't give up on him, but he lets him learn. It's it's a beautiful fucking movie, a beautiful relationship. Absolutely. God damn it, man. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> we got to get to a rating. Uh, I think we should do both rating systems. First, okay. First, Explain the rules. I will. So the first one's easy. Uh, do the classic Casey, rules. Uh, is just basically, uh, you you might actually pick up on this more. I can use this if you were at Mills Market and you were in that back corner little rental store section and you walked by SLC Punk, Casey, would you rent it? Absolutely. I love that cover. Okay. Would rent it. It's a great cover. Sean, would you rent it? Having seen this, hell yeah, yeah I'd rent absolutely. this movie again. I, I, I also would a thousand percent rent this movie. Uh, so I think it's actually free on Prime. I rented it. You watched it had via pay. my login. Yeah, but it said it was just free to watch. I don't think you paid for it. I did. It was three fifty. No, yeah, oh, okay. I did the same thing. Yeah, it was definitely three fifty. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, I definitely paid three fifty. Uh, Minus the fifty. Well, yeah, the other one, Casey. Uh, we'll we'll kind of do it so you can pick it. Uh, I'll give one to Sean. So basically, what we're gonna do is you just kind of pick one thing from the movie, and you incorporate a system for it somehow. As an example, I will say Sean. Yo, Shawnee boy, if you okay, if you were dating. A chick that was 15 years older than you who owned a head shop on a scale of one to 35 glass bongs that she would sell at her hmm. store. How many would she sell? Who, if I was dating a chick that was 15 years older than me and ran a, a head shop, 35 glass bongs. And a train is traveling at 200 kilometers. <laughs> yeah. At these glass bongs. At these glass bongs. How many glass bongs would survive a train impact? <laughs> Are they made of Gorilla Glass? Yeah. Yeah. Two miles an hour? Yeah. Gorilla Glass. We're good. Uh, I, I'm going to say 34 of those bad boys survived. One of them broke. Wow. I, I was not expecting. Yeah. I was not expecting to even halfway through this movie give it even close to this rating. And honestly, before chatting with you guys about it, I also was going to be a lot lower, but I had a hell of a lot of time just talking about this movie, the scenes in it, kind of what it means, what it's getting at. And it's made me appreciate it even more than what I already took from it. That ending scene is going to stick with me forever. Mm-hmm. His acting, 
in that scene right there should be considered his finest moment in acting if you want ever. me to kill that scene for you, if you just watch Bob's throat, it still moves a lot. Yeah, I noticed that this time, too, but... <laughs> what the fuck, man? I guess I'm not going to watch it again. <laughs> well, I'll, uh, So, I'll... yeah, I love this movie. I'll give it a 33. I think 34 is pretty high. Okay. But I'll give it 33. I'll give it 10 out of 10 waveless waterbeds. <laughs> hey, hold on. I got to give you a rating. Yeah. And God damn it. So that's how... Uh, uh, so now uh, Sean will give one to Casey, and then Casey, you give yeah. one to me. Well, I wanted okay. to give the Casey rating, so you got, got it. I like that Casey gives it ten waveless waterbeds. Okay, uh, let me do a quick search. How many, many people on an airplane? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I think cool. Uh, let's say Casey. Mm-hmm. That this movie, your enjoyment of this movie, okay? Bob, mm-hmm. this is dark. Your enjoyment <laughs> of this movie <laughs> is an airplane. It, specifically, it's an Airbus A380. has 900 seats. It's pretty insane. Are they all filled? Uh, it's going to be 75% filled. Okay. So you do the math. <laughs> At least I, 500. Okay, 675. 675 out of these 900 seats are occupied. Okay? It's going gonna, it's gonna to run into turbulence, and it's going to go down. Okay? Now, th- let's, let's... How many people... How many people out of those 675 survive that plane hitting the ground, not leaving a five-year-old orphaned? Basically, all 674 of those other people are this five-year-old's parents. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> He's a uh, genetic anomaly. Yeah. Well, um... Thank a Mark, or whatever his name is. I give it, uh... I don't know what, what the good rating is. I just want to say that I like the movie a lot. Yeah. I'll give it the... All, everybody dies with that five-year-old. No, you, you want everybody no, to live. No, you, you want them to survive. No, I don't want them to, so you, <laughs> you got it wrong. Because <laughs> uh, the story won't die. happen unless Mark survives and is the only survivor, so. <laughs> There's a movie on there. There's a movie on there. I love he talks oh about God. how his shower head has a special coating to prevent buildup, and it's like got the but most buildup build all right, over yeah. it. All over it. <laughs> Just uh, Machine Gun Kelly's in the second movie. Oh, now oh. I do not want to watch it at all. Yeah, just wanted to get that out. Major there. skip, solidified. Casey gives it ten waveless waterbeds. I think that's pretty good. All right, Casey, throw do one. You have at a, me a rating system to give Kyle. I, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Fair um. enough. Ah. Uh, I would also give it 10 waterbeds. I'll say that. Out of 10? Yeah, Or sure. do you want me to give you a rating? Okay. I want Sean to give Kyle one, because I want to see right. how this works. Okay. Okay. Kyle. I know, I yeah. know Kyle did one to Sean, but I want to see how this I got gotcha. you. Kyle, yeah, let's, let's pretend you're heroin Bob. Okay. okay. Folks. Okay. Bob doesn't do drugs. Okay? He doesn't like needles. Nope. The most he does is drink beer and smoke cigarettes. But you're at a party, and you have a really bad headache. Oh, man. I almost up. used this one. Did you? I almost nice. did. Well, I'm glad that I'm giving it to you. Okay. 
you get up and you just need to find some relief. And sure. someone's there and they're like, here, I got something for you. And they pull out a pill bottle. Okay. And you say, I don't do drugs. Don't do and them. they go, yeah. It's just vitamins. Th- this isn't drugs. This is vitamins. Okay. Now I'm on board. You, you empty... Let's say there's let's say there's 22. Mm-hmm. There's 22 pills in that bottle. Yeah. How many are you emptying into your hand For to wash movie? back with some whiskey? Definitely, definitely going to double handful. I'm taking 20. 20 of those pills. You're taking 20. 20 of those nice. pills for sure. Nice for sure. So Casey, he gave it a 20 out of 22. Casey, <laughs> if you, if you, <laughs> I love this. We're heroin Bob. And you were afraid of needles, right? Mm-hmm. But they had to hold you down to get a needle in you to make you better. Mm-hmm. On a scale of one out of six orderlies, how many orderlies would it take to hold you down that you like this movie? All six orderlies. All six orderlies. Bada boom. <laughs> it's, really, it's just dumb. I love it. Uh, no, man. Casey, thank you. I get you. it now. Thank you so much. You want to do one? You want to take a shot? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not that creative right now, but no, like, I, I get it now. I, I like it. Ah, Casey, no, buddy, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, yeah, it has been. It was a blast to watch this movie again. Yeah, since it's been fucking since uh, Top Gun. Definitely got to rectify that. Got to get you on sooner than that. Yeah, for sure. Again. Yeah, just let me know. Uh, it, was a, it was a lot of fun, man. I, I really enjoyed watching this movie, too. Sean, I'm glad we could show it to you for the first time. Yeah. I do hope you, you maybe watch it again at some point. It is due for watchability. It's one of those. And then come back and edit your your <laughs> audio so that <laughs> you're like, yeah, I've seen this many times, like you guys. Tons. <laughs> oh, are you muted? Many times. Yeah. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, I said it in the exact same tone that I did when I was muted. That's right. That's my point. Uh, so that's all I got to say. Um, I love this movie. Glad we could talk about it. Uh, until next Hell time, yeah. Shiny Boy, what can the listeners go do? Um, Man, much like UK punk music can fuck right off. Fuck off and die. I like that how they said goodbye. Would you rather listen to Anarchy in the UK on repeat for 17 hours straight or listen to Country Roads for three hours straight? Uh, I'd probably have to go with Anarchy in the UK out of those two. <laughs> Very nice. You, you, you going with that one too, Kyle? <sighs> probably, to be completely honest even though I think it's only like a 27-minute-long record. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking listens in 17 hours. I think he just meant yeah. the song. Oh. Yeah, just that one song. Oh, even Over more. and over again. Okay. Sure, still that. 
If it's if it's literally just the it's two only songs. like a minute song, or yeah. Something, isn't it? <laughs> that's probably Dude, really short. At seventeen, by hour hours. eight, y'all be going crazy. But that's the thing; it'll go. It'll be one of those things <laughs> that'll go in waves. Like you'll like it, then you'll hate it, then it'll be fucking amazing again, and then you'll despise it, and then it'll be hilarious. Ah, oh. yeah, that is the way. by like hour thirteen. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, man, and our face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Later, boys. All right. See you guys.